Oh, he ain't no dodo bird or no kooka bird, kids. And he may be way up there in the sky, but he ain't no Larry bird either. You hear that? That's a disco call of Jonathan Livingston Selgo. The one and only legendary bird. Salesmanship. Oh, he flies in the face of convention, this dirty bird. He hobbles your ass with savings, Mr. Man. He ain't gonna cheat you by getting out of the cock-a-duty car. Jonathan Livingston Selgo brings you anything but misery, bitch. What's he carrying in his beak? This noble avion of sales. Is that Smodco in his beak? Yeah, he's bringing you Smodco, man. Oh, that bird's a joy bringer, making love like a dub, Mumbinini style. I love you more than my parents, Selgo. More than myself. The bird of salesmanship is flying, children. Look up! Carries all Smodco on his back. So feather that bird's nest. Feather it with your dollars. That's right, it's time to sell. Here's how you can pay us back for all that free funny, man. Smako just piles it on. Check this out, man. This is where we trade off. This is like the wampum section of Smodco. We give you the free funny. Every once in a while, you come see one of our live shows, buy one of our DVDs. Okay, here's what we whoring this week, man. Get old. Jay and Silent Bob get old in the UK on DVD. It's available right now. You can watch it on VOD. Go click on On Demand on your television. Um, if you got one of those high-tech cable vision type futuristic televisions, man. If you got like rabbit ears and you're looking for the on-demand button, you are fucked, my friend. Um, get old. Jay and Silent Bob get old. And teabagging in the UK, man. It's funny as fuck. You could watch it. VOD. Uh, or you can order it. Uh, go to smodcast.com slash teabagging, man. We'll sell that shit to you to direct. You can actually hold it. Back in the old days, man, we used to hold things in our hands that we bought. Well, no, it was up there in the clouds, man. Sometimes it's something you got to hold on to, something you got to get signed, perhaps, or something like that. Anyway, smodcast.com slash teabagging for that Jay and Silent Bob Get Old in the UK DVD. Uh, okay. Rest of this, rest of the horn is going to be some some live shows, man. And it's pretty much all Babel uh, for this round. Check this out. Uh, Babylon on the 15th. Oh, break it down. Sexy. Babel. Babel bird. Babel bird of salesmanship. Tell him. Me and Ralph closing in on Babylon 100, which is happening October 6th in Reno. Make your arrangements now. You want to be there. He's going to see a magical show. Me and Ralph performing Hollywood Babylon for the hundredth fucking time. Well, actually, Ralph performing it for the hundredth time. Sometimes I wasn't on the show. He's had guest hosts. But anyway, that's in Reno on October 6th. But Babylon on the 15th, right up at the John Lovitz Podcast uh, Theater, Comedy Club, what have you. You know, to Lovitz, as we say. You might want to roll up, man. You buy a ticket for that show on the 15th. Buy it now, bitch. Order it right the fuck now. You get that ticket for the show on the 15th, 20 mere bucks. Guess what? You're going to get a free bonus ticket for Batman Live at the Staples Center. I think it's on the September 26th. So it's like a twofer, man. Two for one. Come see Babylon. 
Get yourself uh, Batman uh, live tickets in your face, neck, and titties and shit. Uh, Babylon on the 22nd, 9 p.m., man, uh, is going to be at the Canyon in Agora Hills. That's right. You're going to have to travel. And, folks, we need you to travel because this is a larger house than usual for us. 700-seater, man, mostly a music venue. So come on out, man. Come see me and Ralph do uh, Babylon up there in Agora Hills, kind of near where we shot uh, Red State a little bit. Uh, um, uh, tickets for both of these events, go to csmod.com. Uh, Babylon on the 29th, that's also going to be at the Lovitz, and that's 8 p.m. I think that happens next week, too, man. From Babylon, uh, Babylon on f- from the September 15th on, going to be 8 p.m. shows on Saturday as opposed to 10 p.m. So make sure you mark that, man. You want to show up 10 p.m. They're like, they're gone, dick. And you're like, ah, <laughs> I was bringing my lady out to see Ralph doing Al Pacino impression. And you're fucked. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's something you can watch at the Lovitz, but if you were out for Babel, man, forget it. You ain't going to find it because we ain't going to be there. So make sure you check the times when you go to csmod.com. When you order your tickets, make sure. For, well, look, you don't even have to check. From from the 15th on, Babylon will always be an 8 p.m. show at the Lovitz. There you go. Write it down, man. This commercial's already getting too fucking long. A lot of people going, boy, I hadn't heard this stupid fucking Bird of Paradise shit in weeks, and now it came back with a vengeance, bitches. The third round on the track. Trying, trying to keep it tight. Um, but that's the selling right there. Babble, babble, babble. Um, go to csmod.com for tickets or go to babyloncav.com for tickets. Uh, but here's some more free. You know what? Fucking, it's not always buy, buy, buy. Here's some shit to keep an eye out for is free. Aside from sit, Smodcast Internet Television over at YouTube, which you can check out a number of shows. We're running uh, the Clerks 2 Trainwreck series right now rerunning it if you will from way back in the day it's really fun uh but uh the new pods this week free pods stick them in your fucking ear brand new smodcast this week uh, me and mosier delving into more emo kev smodcast 222 was an instant classic a lot of folks say go listen to some emo kev and he flies on the back of that bird bird salesmanship he's on the back of the bird of emo ship frightening listen go listen to it. it's funny as fuck anyway the new smodcast 223 more to fucking say man we're going back into emo kev because i got more to listen to also uh new babylon this week will be dropping uh and you'll hear double ralph this week because ralph jumps over uh, joins me on fat man on batman which happens on tuesday ralph comes in and reviews uh, the dark knight rises yeah bird wants to know what do you say let's see tune in but scandalous just like Prince sang in Tim Burton's Batman movie. Talking about you and me. Now I'm going to get fucking sued by Prince. He'd just been waiting for his window. Uh, new movie makers this week, man. Penny Marshall. Interesting as fuck. Penny Marshall, man, has lived a fucking life. It just tells you all about the making, the makings of awakenings. Uh, so drop that in your fucking ear pussy. Let it tickle your ear pussy. It's hot as fuck, man. Smodco is your best friend in life, bitch. Don't forget that. Jonathan Livingston Salgo gonna take us out. Smodcast.com for all your needs, kids. And now, another fine Smodco podcast. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right. Listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? 
you've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. Log on. This is not bad. With Will Wilkins. You know, in all seriousness, all those wonderful sounds that kick off our show, mm-hmm. I believe, set people up for the impression that they're about to get an amazing radio experience that we never pay off on. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like that all just screams professional radio, and we're gonna we're gonna drop it like it's hot, if you will. Yeah. And then we come in and we're just like, "Hi, everybody. My name's Will, and my name's Trent. My name's Americo, uh-huh. and that's it." <laughs> But no, wait. Who was that? Th- who was that third voice? What? What was that? I don't understand. It's a blast from your past. It's when they do those '50s shows, you know. And do you remember this voice? Wow, Americo's back. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how much more mellow he sounds in Australia. Yeah, it's it's almost like he's had an exuberant um, release of tension. Yes, that's it. Tension. Yeah. Let's call it tension. Your buildup. We'll, we'll do that to me. <laughs> a, a year buildup or two year buildup? <laughs> a year build. A year oh, build. Oh my gosh! You yeah. know what'd be amazing though is if you really did like remain completely chaste during that entire year. So that that really was just like the mother oh. of all get out, if you will. Just. <laughs> I mean, he would be if he he would be eating the microphone on air if that was the case. <laughs> Can you imagine the intolerance of somebody that's just like, hey, you know, Americo, about your performance last week, what the fuck are you talking about? Shut up. I will own your soul. soul. Oh, wow. We both went there. Did you hear that? (laughs) Wow. Two out of three netheads instantly go for soul consumption when we talk about utter (laughs) hatred and despising. That's nice. Oh, hey, everybody. It. Welcome back to another edition of NetHeads. My name's Will. My name's Trent. My name's America. And if you want to take part in the program, listening live or even after the fact, what the hell? You can. How Easy. can you do it? Well, just do hashtag NetHeads. Thank you on Twitter. If you haven't heard about Twitter, you're listening to the wrong show. Agreed. Uh, uh, also, you can give us a call 866 610 9455 or in the area 925 area code it's 925-238-9020 he even remembers it in australia that's good yes because you know in australia when you dial the numbers they go backwards down the drain no wait that's yeah i've right. heard that i've heard that yeah it's it's, it, it's yeah. dyslexic of sorts okay so seriously get it down like 30 zeros let's get clarification on this i really need the clarification every three or four months i need to be reminded about this so seriously the toilets flush in the the swirl goes in the opposite direction down there. The swirl does go in the opposite direction. However, the toilets here suck because I mean they literally suck. They actually pull the water down and don't allow for that uh, otherwise flow. So as an American, I feel cheated every time I use the bathroom because you don't I get to see, see that puppy go the other way. You know, oh man. So in other words, it's it's almost like the uh like the porta potty evacuation where you hit that button. No, or... it, it's it's like if he was sitting down when he flushes, his balls would go down with it. <laughs> it sucks that hard. I really don't understand. Right? Like like it's it's a pressurized tank. Is that what it is? Well, 
No, it's just no. He's saying um, suction. A pressurized tank typically means, and you find these in a lot of what you call high volume toilets because uh, right. it helps break up certain solid matter. If you're with me, um, mm-hmm. what am I doing? This <laughs> like, is like, this is like marked this? Ex- this is marked explicit. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a large blast of water to break shit up. Okay, let's just get that out there. In most pressurized it, it in. toilets, you know. It just- Go ahead. Yeah. It does come in as a blast of water. It, it, it when you see it go down, it's it literally just shoots water straight down. You don't even get a chance to see the. Well, the is there anywhere you do get to see this this world? I have yet to encounter a toilet in Australia that allows you to see this. World. Well, if you did a tub, it would do the same thing. Aha! The Aha! Ah, that's true. I should try that. I or should, in the shower or anything else. Yeah. Well, you know the, the, the shower. Uh, Shower huge drains again. They're, they're very efficient with their drains here. I have to say that I do enjoy my flushing of the toilet here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the little things they, in life, everybody. They have they have two butts. You could choose. You could choose the half flush or the full flush. No, we get that kind of thing here too now. Actually, Americo, then in some of the finer establishments or um, <laughs> in in water conservation areas, what they'll do is they will um, they will have the 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 toilet that that you speak so it's got a pressurized tank and you go up it gives half pressure go down it goes yep. full pressure so slow, that way slow. so that way you're not uh over utilizing water that you don't need to to break up the same solid matter which i'm still covering up for the fact that we're talking about busted up shit Thank we all you. live downstream yes oh don't make waves <laughs> anyway I, uh, guys, I gotta be honest. I am just covered in man stink right now. I, uh, uh what was his name? <laughs> Trent. His name was Trent. Did you try, did you try body spray? Is that it? No. I, uh, no, I, I, um, this was one of those, I, I'm, I'm one of those people that's, uh, well, I try and cover up my lays. And, uh, not my lays as in, never mind. Um, I like, I like to cover up how I'm lazy. So I like to say oh, that sure. every Ellie. man, every man in his own right deserves the ability to not bathe on one weekend day. Sure. That's, yeah. that's what I claim. Cause I got up this morning and, you know, just started the clock going. I was just running, running, running. You know, I had to, had to go get this, had to go do that, had to do this. Cause I, I had a base rock order. Do you know what base rock is, Trent? Yeah, that's that's um your your larger chunks of rock, uh, as opposed to say like a three quarter inch crushed. Well, no, this actually was a three. This this base rock actually was a three quarter crushed. So you get uh, three quarter oh, so inch then- chunks and powder. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, and so uh, I have a bunch of that because what I'm doing is we're we're filling in the side. Welcome to this old house. My name's Will. Um, I'm filling in the side yard, the RV parking area, if you will, that will more than likely never house an RV. Uh, I'm just doing that all base rock because I'm not concreting it over to F that. Well, and you, and you don't have to worry. See, like here in Utah, when it snows and you plow snow, all, all of that rock will end up in, in your in your lawn. Yes. The only time we get snow around here is when someone's cocaine bag is broken. <laughs> so um, so that's going on with the side yard. And then we're doing pavers around the pool. So you got to lay down base rock for that, too. It's base rock, then sand, then the pavers. You with me? Yes. So uh, that haul had to go on today. Uh, thank God for Craigslist. Found a work crew. Got the work done. Sure. So it's more than just sex and drugs on Craigslist. Well, I was everybody. just going to ask: did they did they offer to like spend the night then at least, or did well, you no? Make but they were really confused because I'm like, yeah, I've got a job you can do. <laughs> 
boy, the look of relief on those two guys' face is all I can say. They were just so darn happy that it wasn't going that other direction. Because in their mind, they were thinking, fooled me once. (laughs) Putting down plastic twice on the ground, shame on me. Ah. Oh, man. Anyway, so uh, so uh, I've been going and going and going. I haven't taken – I guess I'm going to finally bathe when the show is over. So so how close are you then, Will, to getting getting your yard and, and everything where you want it to be? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Were you reading Twitter? No, no, I wasn't. It's just uh, – I think it's funny that you said that. Uh, no, it, there's the pavers, but then I've still got to uh, – there's a free service where you can get a yard design done, right? And I pretty much okay. know what I'm doing, but I want confirmation that it's okay to do sure. uh, by a professional. So I can show my wife and I can say, here's the list. See, this mm-hmm. is what we're doing. And plus, she really is all about having a plan. I'm covering up all of the non-vegetation areas. Oh, okay. Uh, but I don't know what I'm doing with the vegetation areas. With beech trees, right? No, Isn't just that, I've ju- mean, we've just got the one, and I'm not just, willing to commit to any more. Beating, beating that's enough. Yes, I think so. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> somebody get the padded, padded broom handle. It's time. Every March, the peach tree looks scared. Time for Uncle Will to beat the peach tree, boy. Oh, let's give that sucker a smack. Anyway, uh, so we're not far off, but I got I have to get the design out. Uh, the pavers will be going in hopefully within the next two weekends, so it'll be almost there. Almost, yeah, almost there. Just not Good. quite. We're almost there. We're not there. We're getting there. You will be. It's going to happen. Yeah. I'm just hoping I get it all done before the first rain. Oh, do you? so do you have like a rainy season? Yeah, we do here in California. It's usually actually called January, I think. Oh, really? <laughs> right? In America? I mean, like, yeah, oh, it's a little showers here and there. It's sporadic. It depends. Yeah. Uh, it, last couple of years have been kind of dry. So really, it's been more like January through March was the rain season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, not the talking weather here on NetHeads. How everybody? <laughs> it's seven seven eighteen and the t- time and temperature. Now, uh, hold on a second, guys. Here it is. It's our weekly phone call from Francis. Hopefully, all the equipment's still working. Francis, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. Great. Hey, good news, Francis. I got to tell you yep. something. What? We have got a graphic novel on the way. Woo-hoo-hoo! We have made some yeah. headway. So you'll be able to read The Bionic Man Run, written by Kevin Smith, and do a report. But, Francis, shortly before showtime, pardon my uh, indelicate language, but shit got real. Okay. You got really real. Yep. Trent, what did you read on the NetHeads? <clears throat> on the Facebook page. Yeah, right? that thing. Well, see, and, and kudos to, to Francis because he he utilizes our Facebook page unlike any other listener does, and I appreciate that fully. And now, it, by saying that, do you mean the fact that nobody's actually writing anything on there but Francis? More or less. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, maybe that's because we never <laughs> plug it. What do you think? Uh, th- there's probably a lot to do with that. Yeah. Well, you know, but, you're uh, supposed Francis- to be our social media expert. What the hell, no. dude? I, I I get busy. Oh, okay. All right. I'm yeah, okay. All right. I'm just working uh, three jobs, but whatever, dude. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, you you do that. Heaven forbid you get even more than one person on the Facebook. Not that, Francis, don't get me wrong. We love you. I'm glad you're utilizing the Facebook page. But other people should be. Actually, yeah. you know what? Facebook is blase and dead, isn't it? No, gosh no. It should be. I'm just so sick of Facebook. Seriously. <laughs> 
Because you know what? There's only so many times I can see pictures of women's feet as they're laying by their pool. I don't need this anymore, ladies. Come on. No, no, no. That's that's safe, Will, because that way we don't have to show our torso ever. Oh, look, here's another picture of some girl who's just done her makeup. Thankfully, I had to see that. Good. And kiss oh, oh look, here we go. It's the 20th time I've seen this meme. Thank you, Facebook. That's great. Oh, a celebrity passed away. Thank God 4,800 people have told me that on Facebook. And then accidentally post pictures of Ving Rhames. <laughs> Poor Michael Clark Duncan. Even in death, he can't catch a break. That's just brutal. Ugh. Okay, sorry. So uh, let's dial it back. <laughs> Francis, again, thank you for your patience. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you. You know that, right? Yep. Okay, good. So uh, hey, well, Hold yeah, on. Wait that's... a minute. Now, Francis, you posted this in a public forum. Is it okay if we read this post? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you for your permission. I appreciate it. Trent, go ahead. Um, basically, Francis is saying that... No, 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 you know, no, no, uh, no, 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 not basically. I don't want oh, you to take geez. any creative license with this, sir. <laughs> it needs to be verbatim, please. Okay, Just okay, read okay. the post. <clears throat> Francis Rodriguez writes... Hey, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Why are we having you read what Francis... Should we just have Francis read it? <laughs> you, told, you told me to. <laughs> I'm just... Wait a minute. I, what's more logical here? I'm unclear. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. You don't have it. Okay, Francis doesn't have it in front of you. It's okay that we read it. Trent, Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> Francis writes. Who? I need... Francis Rodriguez writes. Okay. Well, wait a minute. I... You never... He never gave us permission to read his last name on the air. <laughs> I can't take already. that back. Is that all right, Francis? It's been said already, I think. Oh, okay. There you go. Sorry. Yes. Previous episode. <laughs> Previous episode, as a matter of fact. Uh, I knew this. Francis writes, <laughs> I need answers as to what to do because my parents said that mom and dad aren't going to be around forever, and I need some way of getting a job and having a life and putting food on the table. I've been given an ultimatum to straighten up and fly right. Okay. Oh, is that what you, you – that's the way you view it? Or are they – do you think they're just – Getting you ready for the the inevitable. I mean, because let's first of all, Francis, I am a parent, okay, so I can understand because there is that you know there is a certain point where in life we start experiencing where it it takes away more than it gives, if you will. All right, so you know we do have to face the inevitable and our own mortality. So as your parents, uh, you know, one of the things that you may view it as is that they really are just trying to prepare you for the inevitable. Okay. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, I. I told my father uh, no ultimatums, and he said have to. Okay. So. So. In other words, you have been told something, and now you know that that there needs to be some momentum in a direction, right? Yeah. Okay. And you went to the NetHeads page and posted it. And are you looking for advice? Yeah. Answers. Yeah. Answers. Okay. Well. The ultimatum pretty much was that you need to uh, to get out there and, and start earning. Lack of a better way of putting it, that's what it is. And and and, and it, it sounds like Francis in 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 your post that it's you, your parents are doing it out of love for you because they realize they aren't going to be here to do that forever. Well, they said something along the lines of uh, me having to go to uh, group therapy or uh, uh, a group home for my autism, something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. As a preliminary thing. Okay. Are you saying they're kicking you out? Uh, not right away. 
Okay. I have to look into these things, you know, and uh, see about doing these things. Okay. All right. I'm with you. All right. So, Francis, um, wow. what, what exactly do you feel is stopping you from doing these things? Um, well, I, I, I have claustrophobia. I have difficulty facing all these people. Sure. It's, it's, it's overwhelming just all at once. And yeah. I don't know if that's that sounds more like agoraphobia rather than claustrophobia. I don't Correct. mean to I don't mean to to, you know, uh, pedant about <laughs> disorders. Yeah. No, but, I don't, but, I don't, but you are a little, Will. I mean, come on. A little bit. Just a little. You're closed spaces. Yeah. OK. Well, that's well, OK. Uh that does pose a problem considering most businesses where you might want to work are inside of things. True. You know, true. unless you were to say, for example, work a hot dog cart where you could be in the wide open spaces. Uh, yeah. There, as, as far as like being outside goes. Yeah. Are there any, uh, cause really what you need to do, Francis, is you need to, you need to start by at least the only thing that we're qualified to really give opinions on is the workload. Uh, we can approach sure. that. Everything else, we can't really tell you how it is you have to handle your autism. We're not, or, or your, whatever it is. Um, because, you know, we're not you. We haven't lived with that, that clinical diagnosis, nor have we lived with the treatment. We don't know how to address from those things. So the only thing we can really say is that, you know, first of all, your parents are right. There is a, it's going to be one thing or the other. It's either you need to learn to provide for yourself or you're going to have to find whatever mercy it is you will be able to throw yourself upon in order to to get on with day-to-day -day life. Uh, right. Whether that's some type of, of managed facility that's state-funded or, or what have you. I don't know what things are like in Georgia, so I don't know. But, you know, when it comes to work, you're just going to have to – pretty much hunker down and find out what's available in your area that you would feel comfortable doing and then just seeing how it goes. And most importantly, Francis, I would tell yeah. you that when you begin this, this journey in, in seeking employment, uh, please don't get discouraged if you find something that doesn't seem to work because you're on a learning journey now. Absolutely. Yeah, you are. You're trying to find what works for you, so that way it will be able to work for you and an employer, if you will. So you know, you just well, gotta, in, go ahead. I've been in group therapy before, and uh, I've asked uh, people. The uh, therapist has asked me to get feedback from the group rather than from the therapist. You know, so to me, this is like group therapy. Find people who aren't therapists. You know, so, so. Sure. Yeah. Very true. But then again, if there are, that's another thing too that you could utilize as a resource. Uh, find uh, people that that have similar—I don't want to say conditions as you, but uh, I don't know what else to call it. So you know, find other similar people. Background. Yeah, people of similar backgrounds and and uh, and that under have to undergo the same type of treatments and find out what it is they do. That may help as well. Well, and Francis, I mean, and this is just me shooting from the hip. I would say. Uh, in our interactions with you, you're obviously an articulate person, um, and I think you're you're a very able person. And I and I want you. I would hope that you can focus on on all the positive things you have going for yourself. Okay. Yeah, like clearly you're able to keep a schedule. Absolutely. I mean, Johnny on the spot. You know, you're here. Well, actually, he was kind of ten minutes late today. Well, you know, everybody has their their rough days. Will. I don't accept that. I didn't go he to work for a week once. 
Who knows what vegetation will lay down? Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, really, unfortunately, that's about the best advice we're able to give, you know, uh, just, but also know that we're here every Sunday for you to talk to if you need somebody to talk to. That's true. But really what the only way you will be successful is if you find other people that have had success in this, find out what they did and then find out how you can make that knowledge work for you. Did I just sound like Tony Robbins? I, you know what? I liked it, and uh, th- and and I know this sounds really terrible because I obviously have never dealt with anything like that. But uh, pick up pick up some Temple Grandin books too, and, and just read if you want like some positive encouragement because that's that's somebody who's definitely um, kind of dealt with things head on her whole life. What about Zig Ziglar? Will he help? I you know I, I think so. I don't know. I have no idea. Sorry, I just thought I'd do it. I said Tony Robbins, so then it's like Zig Ziglar is the other one that comes to mind. I don't know. No, Tony Robbins, that's banana hands, right? Yes, he is banana hands. Banana Thank hands. you very much. As a matter of fact, Mike, by the way, uh, Francis, please, our discussion in no way b- means to belittle your current uh, situation and what you're going through. But, you know, it, we're a bunch of jackasses. Sorry. Um, banana hands, true. My wife actually recently, for some reason, bought uh, Shallow Hal on Blu-ray, and I'm dying yes. to watch it again. Only because the minute she said Shallow Hal, the first thing that came out of my mouth, my mouth was banana hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. So... Ooh, there you go. Maybe you can be hypnotized by Tony Robbins for success. Maybe there's something to learn from this whole thing. Maybe. Possibly. You can look for the financial giant in you. There you are. Mm-hmm. Just don't don't listen to those infomercials. If you ever get yeah. late at night, they're all lies. Okay, the only reason Wait, why they're able to make money st- extends. That one's not a lie. That it, wow, I'm really? Pretty, I'm pretty sure I extends is scientific research. Is that the one? Are you attaching like separate weights every day? No, no. Extends is, is a is a male enhancement pill. Oh, are, is this a new sponsor? I'm not aware of. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You know, you can't believe them all, and I think there are some that are reputable. Like if. You know, those dudes look pretty stoked after they've taken their extend. <laughs> that's because it's, yeah, it's it's synthetic pot and they don't know it. And that's why. <laughs> this stuff that's is great. The opposite. They just don't care anymore. Yeah, pretty much. They're just, they're just four old guys on that infomercial of extend saying, if you're going to try it, you should. Cause I, I don't it. care that my junk is small. I'm high. It's <laughs> <laughs> anyway. the story of my life. <laughs> well, I listened to someone on the VA board and they, uh, referred me to the site forums on the internet, so I'm looking into that. Yeah, that's a great approach. And also find out what's available in your area, Francis. Yep, Let's absolutely. Francis. Public health and everything else. Yeah. And The fi- one thing I... Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's too late. You've started. Please do. <laughs> the one thing, Francis, I got to tell you, man, um, if you're going to look for help, you got to look for it locally. The internet can help you so far, but honestly, the internet can also put so much nonsense in your head that you, you'll get inundated with just not knowing what to do you just, need to find places around you yeah, yeah and it, it look, and look no further than nonsense like netheads yeah i was gonna say there's nothing good that comes from the internet especially us <laughs> okay but, yeah there's garbage on the net yeah that's good yeah exactly and that's why really i in uh, america is definitely right uh, and that's the one thing we've said over and over and, and i really hope you listen uh, which is to to go ahead and find Local resources, because for everything that's out there, there is a group that's set up to assist and help. I mean, everything. My mother Mm -hmm. recently moved into a retirement community, and, you know, there are a few, like, activists there that make sure 
like, you know, like maybe some elderly on a fixed income aren't making enough money. They're getting brown bag lunches. They're getting free loaves of bread. You know, this is something you never would have thought of. It never entered my mind. And suddenly I'm being exposed to this. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, there's something out there to help. And just find out what the local resources are, especially don't go on the Internet, because obviously the only thing you're going to do is spend your money on extends, and that's no good at all. Well, teach their own. It's your choice. Well, I might be going into an assisted living home. I don't know. Well, hopefully maybe that eventuality won't come to pass. Maybe you will be able to find that there is a certain level of state assistance available that you can still qualify for while working either a part-time job or a or you know, a service-related job and and you'll be able to to live a good quality lifestyle on your own. You never know. Okay, I don't mean to be a millstone. Exactly. What does he mean, Trent? I I don't know. Are you, is that mean Getting like serious, you know instead of on a, on a on a humor show and all that you know Oh no it's all right every once in a while we need some serious oh, gosh, stuff to no. ground us cuz if yeah. not we're just going to be laughing about penises all day <laughs> See look penises and pills See, See what happened <laughs> Boom just like that That's all I did and there goes Trent So this it's a is trigger. Good. and you know not to mention Trent every one of us has had ne- needed somebody or did I just say Trent everyone Yeah you, you did. <laughs> did You know what this advice applies to him too Francis <laughs> Every one of us has needed somebody to talk to in our lives at a certain point. And sometimes, you know, it's it's shocking where you find truth from. And even if it is from calling a stupid uh, radio show where a bunch of jackasses might actually give you some good advice, more power to you for it. And you're not bringing anything to a screeching hall. If nothing, this is the most compelling episode of NetHeads that's ever occurred. Absolutely. The only thing that would top it is if Kevin Smith called in and fired us on the air. Oh, that would be our zenith. That would, well, yes. literally, my friend, that would be it. Speaking of Kevin Smith, I uh, welcome back I to Radio that, uh, Huh? Kevin, um, Kevin said that. Uh... Hello. Hello, Francis. What happened? Hello. Hello. I don't know. Okay, Hello? we're right I was here. Say that, uh... I was going to say that uh, Kevin was elated that he had so many friends on MySpace and Facebook. <laughs> MySpace? And so I was hoping to have 3,400 friends since he had 3,400 pages of friends. So I'm looking into that. Okay. Well, again. On MySpace? I'm yeah, just, and I, Facebook. Facebook. Again, I just oh. want to remind you, the Internet's not your best friend right now, buddy. It's you okay. Know, you got to go out and find those resources. But we're here for you, okay, Francis? Okay. I hope I'm not overcommitting you guys. They're not talking. Okay. Well, Francis, thank you for this week's <laughs> call. <laughs> thank you for this week's call. Uh, know okay. that we are here for you. We'll give you all the advice we can. Please don't apologize for this phone call afterwards. You didn't do anything wrong. No, this is a great okay. call. Yeah, and I'm yeah. Mo- we're more than happy to give help in any way we can, even if it's just with with the advice that we can give. But seriously. Find local resources. Find out what's out there. Any support groups, anything, because there's something to help everybody. Okay. Okay. All right, man. Thanks for being our number one fan. Okay, you're welcome. Have a great week. Okay. All right. All right. Thank See you, man. Wow. Uh, well, and and and, and uh, again, here's the thing uh, that that I mentioned with the Temple Grandin. Uh, she came and spoke at my university, and and she's a. Uh, a pioneer in in autism, um, being having autism herself, and she has gone on and done. You know, she has a couple of PhDs and written many books, and is just an amazing person. And if you get the chance, 
um, she didn't. Uh, there's an HBO film that was done by Claire Danes that's based on her life, and it's it's absolutely fantastic. And I think that that can give anyone, you know, a kind of excitement to go out and, and conquer what's in front of them. Holy shit, dude! You know, seriously, I think we mean may need an internet trigger that zaps me and makes me shut up when you have a good point to bring up to the guest on the phone. <laughs> Because I really think I should have shut up and let you actually facilitate the rest of that thought. Francis, I hope you're still listening and you got to hear that. Maybe I'll you, send him a link later. Yeah, send him a tweet like with that information, okay? I will. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, that did. Wow. I, that, that, that got a lot more serious than I ever thought yeah, this you know, show could good. ever be. It keeps, it keeps us real, yeah. as the kids say. Keeps us grounded. Speaking of, uh, speaking of keeping grounded, uh, I think I really exploded Trent's mind on Friday night. Oh my God. You have th- f- multiple ways. Because, uh, well, here, hold on. Hey, can I? No, my phone is on my, never mind. It's, it's not here. Uh, but basically Trent got a tweet from me saying, Oh my God, tied score. Go Aggies. Yes. At which point then I'm sure Trent's mind was blown. Cause me, my family and I, we went to a local establishment that offers bottomless fries. I don't want to oh. name their name, but they rhyme oh. with bed bobbin. And and they're they're great steak fries, and they have, they have oh, like, God, a, like a like a like a barbecue sauce for them. Oh. Yes, oh. but I honey mustard. But I I did take my inner cheap guy and I put him to rest. Amy, do me a favor. Call back in five minutes. I put, took my inner cheap guy and I put him to rest. And I decided I would not get the bottomless fries. I was what? not out. I was not out to break the Red Robin Bank at the sacrifice of my own health. Okay, because <laughs> let's let's face it, those bottomless fries. If I were just to eat more than one basket, that's just me hate fucking myself at that point. It's true. I mean, you're you're always full with your meal, and then you ask for it, and they're kind of like. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Actually, at the dinner table, though, my wife almost left me because my daughter was there, my niece was there, my wife was there, and uh, they both wanted Shirley Temples. And I said, you know what? That sounds good. I'll have a Shirley Temple, too, because I'm 40-something years old now. I'm nostalgic. I remember when my dad would go to the bar, and I would be and, and, yeah. sitting at a table getting a Shirley Temple. Sure, yeah. You know? Although, you know, really, they could have, like, guided up, guide up the name a little bit for us, something else, <laughs> you know? At least call it an like Abbott Charles. and Cost- call it an Abbott and Costello. At least you know what I mean. Yes. I would have said a Charles Bronson, but that probably would have came with a a punch right to the dick. Yes, it would have, <laughs> and, and a toss of scotch in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that sounds good, and I just after I ordered it, she's like, my wife just goes, "You're so manly, you're so manly." Oh shit! <laughs> and as a matter of fact, here yes, I am. And she's like, yeah, now that's with you, going with your salad, right? No, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it, takes a, it takes a real strong man to drink a Shirley Temple. Thank you. I agree completely and totally. Yeah. You know. Says the guy who drinks Midori Sours whenever he can. Ooh. That's <laughs> just nice. Okay, hold on. Let's, let's get Amy on the phone. I'll chase it with a mojito. Yes, you do that. A mango mojito. Hello, Amy Rothenberger. How are you? Hello, Netheads. I'm great. How are you? Oh, I am. If I, I, sorry, I can't come up with anything. I'm good. Uh, I, I called um, just because I wanted to to 
add something to your comments about Francis that I, I think he might find important if he is, is still listening. I hope he um, is. I really do. I got, did anyone else get really spooked when suddenly he just, it's like he put down the phone and went away? Yes, I did. I was on the edge of my sleep. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Reset the mouth. Take Slow a down, Will. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was on the edge of my seat. I was scared shitless. Something suddenly went very wrong in his house. Yeah. Did did anyone else have that too, guys? Either of you, or were you just like, are we still talking to friends? I thought he. I thought he just dropped the phone. I'm hoping that's what it was. I was scared shitless. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Um, I I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I think I may have on the show, but I work for a health insurance company. Uh, yes, you. I yeah, you have. I think. And I think, you know, you know I honestly, guys, I really wish you'd shut the hell up. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys were very right in sort of uh, steering Francis away from the Internet. But one of the places that I would suggest steering him towards. Now she's suddenly going to bring up the Internet, isn't she? <laughs> a, a lot of in- insurance companies have health coaches available. Oh, okay. for wow, for free as part of their insurance coverage. Really, and and those health coaches have a line into local resources for things like this. Now you um, see, Amy, it's interesting you bring that up because just yesterday, I had a phone call with a health coach. Shut up. Courtesy of my employer, I won't who I won't name here. Did they, yes. did they did they berate you for for uh, normally getting the bottomless fries? <laughs> Amazingly, those didn't come up during the conversation. <laughs> All I did was steer the conversation more towards the fact of, that I'm running a 5K on Sunday. So, oh no shit! Oh yeah, kid you not, man. Ask me how much running I've done this year. Well, how much? According to your Nike Plus band, <laughs> how much running have you done this year? Twice. <laughs> you. Were- <laughs> Go 5K! You're just, you're just gathering up your energy, Tiger. Yes, that's exactly. There you is, hibernate there you is, you're, yeah, you're like a bear. There's kinetic energy and there's potential energy. Yes. And yeah. I'm just full of potential energy. So, so, but you need like a, a, a gambit type uh, mutagen that will take all that potential energy and put it into kinetic energy. Yes, exactly. I need to be able to. I need some to, flubber for your shoes. Suddenly you see me and like I look down and like you can see my, my five finger toes just, you know, get charged with energy. <laughs> and then I run like the flash. <laughs> No, but I, I am. I've got a. Obviously, I'm going to be running all this week, but I'm not going to do the crazy thing that people do. I'm going to just every day. I'm going to run the 5K, but I'm not going to be trying to do better time or anything. It's just going to all be about running at my pace, whatever it is. Is it for a good cause? Uh, no, no. It's not like I'm not like I'm running for MS or anything. No, it's a, just it's one of the few 5Ks that they actually hold out here in Brentwood. It's for and it's, oh, okay. it's hosted by the Diablo Realty Group. So, you know, I'm sure I'm just going to get a goodie bag filled with a bunch of crap about foreclosed homes. Sure. Sure. Oh, and look at this Calvin uh, bike for 23 miles last Tuesday. Not nice, doing man. that again nice. for a while. Well, way to go on that, bud. Okay, so Amy, I'm sorry. So yeah, uh, a lot of uh, uh, health insurance companies and other services have life coaches, is what you're saying. 
Pretty much. And, and, it, and, you know, it, it encompasses, you know, at least the, the company that I work for looks at it very holistically and not just at your physical health, but your mental health and, and your overall well-being. And so, you know, a, a good example would be, you know, if somebody's, if somebody's stressing out because they're taking care of an older relative or a parent or something and needs to find resources for that, they can use that health coach in that way. And that's what immediately kind of triggered my thought with Francis, where he's in need of a lot of, like America said, local resources that a health coach may be able to to help him find. So I thought I would throw that suggestion out there. And then um, Trent, you mentioned Temple Grandin and I've seen that HBO movie. It's phenomenal. It really is, Um, isn't it? I wish I would have had the the chance to hear her speak. She seems like such a very dynamic individual. I, like uh, like just just remembering the lectures that she gave, it's giving me chills right now thinking about it. It's, she's great. Is this one of those things where you end up seeing it and you're like, you know, I've just really blown away all the potential in my life. That's exactly what you'll think. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wait, wait, put that positive spin on it, Will. It's all about you, isn't it? You hapless fuck. <laughs> Hey, Amy, Um, did you see the series finale of uh, Falling Skies? I did. Yeah, okay. And you know what? It's such a bullshit cop-out. Oh, my God. By the way, Glenn Patterson tweeted something, and I love it because if you read it the wrong way, it sounds weird. Okay. He says, netheads, make sure you stretch. I'm going to, I'm going to read it the way it sounds weird. <laughs> okay. Cause the way it should be, there should be a comma and it should make sure you stretch nethead WW before you run. But instead, <laughs> when I first read it, I read it, make sure you stretch nethead WW before you run. So it's like suddenly so that's, I, that's I, to your wife. I'm the stretch Armstrong of all the runners. And they're like, wait, we, why do we have to do this? Like, I don't know, but apparently they're it will like, help us run better. It's like, it's like pulling taffy. Your chamber before we have him run a 5K. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. What were you saying about falling skies? I brought it up. I apologize. Well, cop out is, 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 good, is a good term. It, if I'm not mistaken, because it's been a few weeks, wasn't that really kind of the same season finale as the last season? Kind of, yeah. For those of you that uh, haven't yet watched Falling Skies and you don't want it spoiled, I, you know what? We haven't done it in a while. Why not, right? <laughs> it, it's horribly loud and distracting to have in the background, but, you know, what the hell? Spoiler alert. It's so stupid. Falling Skies season finale. Long story short, there was a Skitter Rebellion. They pretty much got smacked down, but they they brought down this one big master alien who is apparently the strategist for all of North America. Because even though they got all this advanced technology, they only keep their vital battle plans in the head of one alien. So, you know, somehow this ragtag group of humans were able to bring down the big military alien. And then, you know, while they're retreating and figuring out what they're going to do, all new spaceships fa- start falling from the sky and new aliens come out. What? Yeah. Some other alien comes out. So it's like, <coughs> you know, and then they. So, you know, at the end of the last season, we met the giant fish alien because he came out of his spaceship yeah. and took somebody away. And this season, that happened, and nobody got taken away just yet, but it's kind of, the, we're at the same point. 
And the stupidest thing is, back. yeah, the stupidest part about it is they're like, you know, after that, immediately, you know, they're like trying to promo for next year and they're like, friend, then show something or foe. And it's like, well, if they're foes, <laughs> they're all around the humans. So the humans would pretty much basically be fucked. Hmm. What's the answer here? <laughs> Tune yeah, in next week. the foes. <laughs> I just hope it ends after next season. Cause really, it, the whole thing is, it actually got better and it got dynamic and it was going somewhere. It actually got me back. Before yep, I was like, right back to where it came from. Pretty much. It just, the, the whole, it's on an infinity loop. Back around from the beginning. Hello. So, while we're on finales, shall we oh. discuss Breaking Bad? Hold on. Hold on. I gotta say it a certain way because I'm expecting a certain, Trent, how about that season finale of Breaking Bad? Oh my God. Thank you. See, that's what oh. I live for week after week, everybody. Oh. It's that kind of sound. <laughs> now clean up so we can discuss it. Man, oh man. You probably want to sound like that out of your wife rather than Trent, but <laughs> I knew well, I was doing something true. wrong. Hey, it's all I've got. Stretches. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when I stretch a Will Wilkins. Oh, yeah, buddy. Um,. Yeah, Breaking Bad. If you haven't seen it, oh, what the hell? Probably should. I'm literally embarrassed about that thing now. Okay, so the big finale of Breaking Bad. Um, Walter is working and trying to get through all his methylamine, and uh, suddenly Skyler pulls him into a uh, storage locker yeah. where there is like a 12 by 12 by four stack of money. And she's mm-hmm. like, there's so much. I just can't keep counting. When is enough going to be enough? We've got enough for lifetimes on end. At which point then he ties it all up and he gets out of it. Disengaged. Now, unfortunately we've disengaged the spoilers. That's not all. Because one that's of the not even the big part. No, that's not even okay. Hold on. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler! <laughs> Fire it up, Spoiler. Will. You know the nice thing is people don't have to make fun of us because I do it well enough on my own. <laughs> oh, that god awful spoiler alert! So here it is, back to normal life. Everything's fine. It's another dinner. Walt and his in laws and his brother in law Hank, the DEA agent, goes to the can. And just like every guy, he's looking for reading material. And what is one of the things that's there? It's the book of Walt Whitman's writings that has an inscription to Walter White from Gale in Gale's handwriting, GB, to my other favorite WW. Yep. End scene. Brutal, brutal, brutal. It just goes to show. And the thing that kills me is that this whole episode was about tying up loose ends. Yes. And, you know, there's always been this constant fight to conceal this part of his life. And here it is just this one stupid thing. I mean, and and you got to think about it. It is a stupid thing to hold on to completely and totally. And that's that that was the one problem that I had with it. Walt is usually so, so meticulous in covering his own tracks. Why would that lay on the back of the toilet? Well, if you notice, he didn't put it on the back of the toilet. Earlier in the episode, it was uh, somewhere else in the house. It's uh, it's obviously shown in, in the scene. And then uh, it just magically shows up there. I'm assuming no, I mean, Skyler's cleaning it up was the house. It was in the and bathroom. He there. was taking a shower. And he grabbed a towel off the rack, and it was sitting... 
in there because I noticed it. I noticed was that what it was? Leaves of grass. Hmm. Well, uh, Vince Gillian uh, did an interview and said how he wanted to end, and and this is really gonna gonna mind fuck you. How he wanted to end the this this season um, was he wanted uh, Hank to have an oh shit moment. While, While taking, taking a, a shit. shit. Yeah, that's really good. It really was. Yep. yep. Uh, only because, too, uh, God, it, it just, it is so, it's not ironic, but, um, you know, the whole episode was about tying up loose ends. Sure. It's tragic. I think tragic is a better word than ironic for it. Yeah, exactly. It is. Which, it really which, is. How tragic is it, though, for a drug dealer to get caught? No, it's not. That's the thing. But (laughs) mind you, we've been rooting for this one for a while now. You know, it's kind of like Dexter. We root for Dexter. We 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 overlook the fact he's a sociopath. We have have to remind ourselves that that Walt is cool with killing children. Yeah, I know. Good point. uh, And he is the classic tragic hero. Yeah, because he literally became... Where pride comes before the fall. Yeah. we're getting ready for the fall. And now, Trent, I think it was actually after the show, you and I had a discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was about the previous episode yes. where uh, Walt is having a discussion and face off with Mike. Right. And there yeah. was a certain device that was used that I didn't even key on. But after you explained it, I'm like, wow, that is so blatantly obvious. I'm, I'm amazed I missed it. And it's so genius at the same time. And what was that? Well, yeah, essentially you've, you've got a, uh, a scene and there's the frame and Mike and, and Walt are, are facing each other and they both turn around and walk off. And then as they walk off, it stays on that same empty frame. And then Walt comes back into the frame. Storming in through it. He yes. walked out passively. I mean, physically, he has changed. His, his body motions and gestures have completely changed. And so what is, what's so pivotable about, pivotal, <laughs> What is so pivotal? Fuck. Pivotal. What's the big deal? <laughs> what is the happening going Yeah, what's the, what is so pivotal about that go. moment? Well, at that point, Walt finally shed off all that was left of Walt and and came in fully as Heisenberg. He left he left the frame as Walt and came back as Heisenberg. Which uh yeah, I think so. Very very true. And also, once again, uh, it's just so frustrating in I don't mind talking about two episodes ago, because if you think about it again, it was it was, I guess, at this point, point Heisenberg's hubris, if you will, his Mm -hmm. ego, which took him beyond the rational and uh, and ended up doing something senseless that, you know, had he not had such a Tuco moment, if you will. Yes. Oh, yes. Brilliant. Uh, if he had not had such a Tuco moment, he would have realized, okay, well, Mike is in self-preservation mode. He is going to just try and get away. I don't need to worry about him. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, I can get this list from that other lady. And that, and, and, he realized and the mo- he, in, in minutes the, he realized what yeah. his mistake was. Yeah. The moment he says that, that's the first time we really see Walt coming back to being Walt, which plays into this whole next episode that we just saw where he's trying to do right again, where he gives Jesse all this money, where he's he's really is trying to type these loose ends. And that's the point. It took him going to the point of no return to finally realize that. Yeah. And once again, uh, I, I have to say, um, 
Uh, although I'm sorry to bring up the last episode again, the 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 season finale, which really, let's face it, it's a mid season break. Don't yeah. lie to me, bitch. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's very pivotal. Um, what happens between he and Jesse, the the two that that started this journey together, and you know, Walt finally does something right. He shows up spontaneously. Now, Jesse, that was the most tense yeah. scene I have in. In a, in a series full of tense scenes. Yeah, it was, uh, and it's interesting I, because, I, quiet, Amy. Um, he, <laughs> Jesse's just sitting in his apart, in his home, right? Um, and, yes. he, and he gets up, he looks and sees who it is, goes out of frame, and then comes back in and opens the door. Then they have this, this, this tense moment, and, but you know, it's almost like this whimsical reflection. By Walt, you know, hey, remember when, when we were Bush League and using that RV? Yeah. You know, and it was and, nostalgic. Yeah, it really was. It was a touching moment. It was kind of like, uh, Walt looking back at the time where he was still somewhat innocent, you know, in his making of meth. Um, and then once he leaves, you see Jesse's utter relief. And then the next thing you know, he's throwing the gun out of his pocket he had concealed there. Because he thought this might be the moment Walt has come ah. to kill me. Yep. Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometime prior, actually, I think it was very clear in a few episodes earlier what point that hit, where Jesse realized this is not uh, Mr. White anymore. Right. This is not uh, just my old chemistry teacher. This man has changed. And the this minute, man has the, the potential to kill did. me just as easily as he would anyone else. Yeah, the minute Walt said he was in the empire business, that yeah. he was not in it for the money. Yeah, I think yeah. was when that finally rang true for Jesse. Yeah. So anyway, that was a but. But it was a, just an excellent season finale. Just an excellent. Just a completely. Uh, uh, and I only say that probably because of the last five minutes. I got to be honest. There's there's four points in that episode where it's it's interesting. And, and good. Uh, one of them is almost in a, a good fellas kind of way where the, the left tons of crew is being taken care of, if you will. You follow yes. me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh gosh. That, that was a brilliant, brilliant montage. Oh gosh. And just so scary at the same time. I've never. Oh, in which, oh, I, I didn't know, light the guy on fire. That did it for me. I didn't know people could be, you know, stabbed that many times so fast. It's terrifying. Yeah. With um, a toothbrush. Oh, no less. Uh, there's that. Uh, then there's the scene with Skylar and the money, the scene with Jesse and Walt. And then finally, you know, those, those last moments, which, which is really interesting because it's very clear that what is going on before Hank goes to the bathroom is not relevant at all. As a matter of fact, it's almost trying to convey the minutia of real life and the fact that everything is incomprehensible. We're mm-hmm. not meant to understand it. We're not meant to hear it. This is just regular life again. This means nothing. But God, what followed afterwards? Woo! That's some shit, my friends. Literally and figuratively. There you go. Well, Amy, thank you for your phone call. You are more than welcome. Hope you had a great week, and I hope you have a great week coming. Thanks, you guys, too. Cheers. So, yeah, wow. I just uh, I was floored by that. Blew me mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Not not as quite as good as last year's season finale, which again Agreed. would have Agreed. played as a great. But you know, this at least it really is like the closing of the story because there's only three eventualities, right? With this, Walt goes to jail, Walt dies, or Walt 
walks away somehow. And now we or, know. Or, exactly. Yep. Now we know it, it kind of helps uh, kind of bookmark the season as well, because in the beginning, uh, he's got his hair. He's got a new identity, right? And, and he's, he's got a BFG. And he's, yeah, he's back into town, <laughs> back to New Mexico with a big fucking gun. <laughs> Why? Don't know, but have a funny yeah. feeling. Hank's revelation may have been something about it, but that was, but that was also nice that they had that flashback to drunk, arrogant Wolf saying, oh, you caught me. Yeah. Oh, you got me. <laughs> you got me. It's like son of a bitch. Just that one yeah. moment. It's just, and it's always, it's always the stupid things that, that bring them down, isn't it? Like oh, getting Al Capone yes. on tax evasion. Uh, you're live with Will Trent in America. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Brett. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. How are you doing, sir? Yeah. Uh, not too bad. Uh, I don't think you guys have broke the subject yet, but I was curious your guys' opinions of the second episode of Doctor Who. The second oh, no. episode <laughs> of what? The second episode of what? If only we had like uh, some kind of buffers that would, that would bring us into it. Yes. I, I will say this about the second episode of Doctor Who. Uh, really, all week, I was ready to club a baby seal if I once again heard Matt Smith say, Dinosaurs on a spaceship. <laughs> Gee, what's this well, episode titled again? <laughs> uh, look, I admit... I don't know. I I've only watched the episode once this week, which is a rarity for me coming into an episode of NetHeads. Uh, and I was semi-distracted when it was happening. So I didn't get to take it all in. But basically, I liked the story. It was another good episode, another good standalone episode that I enjoyed. Uh, I was happy to see that it didn't have one of those tongue-in-cheek Doctor Who moments. Right, And yes. I'm, I'm glad to see that it wasn't going to be a repeating thing that... The mid-season new companion isn't getting like snuck into every episode, right? Mm. So in that, in those respects, uh, I really liked it. Uh, I, the only reason why I can't comment on it fully is because again, I need to see it again in an isolation feel- booth where I only see the episode, <laughs> where it's a vacuum. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those episodes that, that the whole family could really enjoy. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It was a lot of fun. It's got everything. There was there was uh, adult humor. There was mm-hmm. ki- well, there was dinosaurs. <laughs> Who doesn't love dinosaurs? Adults, children, everybody. And and you got to admit, like for a television, it's amazing technology nowadays because you know these were like Jurassic Park quality dinosaurs. They were man, they in a, were. Yeah. in a kids show. I think they look a little more realistic than Jurassic Park. But you got to remember that how many more years of. Uh, you know, technology as on, but sure. I was a little disappointed in the episode because I was waiting for when they teleport to show up at Hogwarts, seeing as they had half the <laughs> Harry Potter cast. Well, yeah, they had they had, they had Filch there. You know, they had Mister Weasley. I mean, come on. Well put, Brett. Yeah, well mean, put. When did, I mean, are they going to give a backstory as to when Rory changed his last name to Williams from Weasley? No, not at all. But actually, you know, that was one nice little character touch when, you know, we see that it's it's uh, Rory's dad and he, too, is wearing the puffy vest for no reason. You know, the Dort thinks he's going to drown anyway. Yeah, um, I I, I like it. I thought the dinosaurs were great. I thought the plot of it was good. I just I felt like something was missing from the from the show on 
last night, and I just can't figure out what it is. Maybe it was my familiarity with the other characters, you know, from the Harry Potter series, and I was just like, eh, it's weird seeing them there, but I don't know. Well, I think, and I'm also I think curious about the big I time gap between when the Doctor is visiting Amy and Rory. Is that going to have any effect in the later episodes that they're oh, yes. still going to be in? They do, they do really yes. kind of keep emphasizing that about these gaps. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, the whole lead up to series one or series seven was the uh, Pond Life series. And I think in the first one, you know, they make mention that they haven't seen him for a few, a little while. And then last time, you know, it's been 10 more months. And she, she even says, you know, I quit my job, you know, because I never know when I'm going to hear that TARDIS sound. I'm almost wondering, and mind you, I don't know any spoilers, but I'm almost wondering if the episode before we say goodbye to Amy and Rory is going to yes. be something like where the doctor suddenly finds himself beyond the time of the pawns. You know, it's like, oh, these little these little gaps were whimsical and didn't mean anything. And next thing you know, hey, they're in the ground, dude. Well, I, Yeah, he traveled too far ahead. Yeah, you know what I mean? In the episode, yeah. um, I honestly believe that the, that the doctor in his time stream has already said goodbye to the pawns. Because in in this episode, there there's some banter going back between Amy and the Doctor, yeah. and and she basically says, "I'm with you forever," or or, or vice versa, right? Meaning, you know, or or you're with me until I'm gone. He uh, and he, he, just, he and says kind of looks at her. He like, says, mm. "You'll be there till the end of me," and she says, "Or end of me." Uh-huh. And then that was kind of a dark moment. But then again, that's. I wouldn't read too much into that. I don't think that was like a tip of the hat because one, they really are staying away from arc storytelling this season. So, you know, unless Moffat's lying again, which Warren told us he loves to do. Rule, rule number one. Yeah. Steve, Stephen Moffat lies. Um, well, that's what, I, that's actually what I felt was missing this arc storyline. I, I felt, I felt the whole connecting the dots was the one part that was missing from this episode. Really? So you're just, that's the one thing you find that's missing is the, is the thing that you're always looking for now. You know, there may yes. be, there may be something to that, but also I just, I don't feel like there is enough. The part that's missing for me is I still don't feel like there is enough of a relationship with the, like, if I know I'm saying goodbye, <laughs> Bill Strandhand's like, where's the spoiler alert? I give up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it one more time. Okay, it's done. It's done. We'll be we'll be kicked off air. Yeah, and Hider is it Hider handmaid? Hyper handmaid says uh, knitting Effer, a fourth doctor. handmaid. Uh, knitting a fourth doctor skirt scarf while listening to the show. All I need now is some dinosaurs and a spaceship. God, oh my. anyway, <laughs> I. Uh, and part that's missing for me is there's really just no, I don't, I, other than when you talked about, there's not enough interaction or emotional moments with, uh, the doctor and Amy and Rory. And also this is the second episode in a row. If you think about it, where the pawns have been split up again, the first week yeah. it was Amy that was split up, split up and with the doctor this week, it was Rory who was with the doctor. So, I mean, it, uh, I just think if I know that I'm writing a season where mid-season we're saying goodbye to them, I would be playing on the emotional heartstrings a little more every week. So that way I know that the audience is just a blubbering mess by the time they have to say goodbye. I think it's there. We just need to look deeper. You kind of got to figure, though, that they're not playing that emotional because of the time gaps in between seeing them. He's becoming disconnected from the pond, how he was. And it's more like, 
okay, I'm roaming around with this hunter guy in the, you know, in the desert or jungle or wherever he was. Then I'm hanging with Queen Nefertiri. So it's like he's, you know, meeting with other people, going on sled adventures. It seems like that's creating distance from that, which might be a good way to show Matt Smith's emotional side once the ponds are gone. Maybe, or, or they're just, I don't know if they're intentionally keeping him distant. I don't know. I just don't like it. And I, and I don't like, I mean, that's part of the thing. I don't like this, oh, I'll quick pop in on the pawns kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. It just seems a little disc, I yeah. don't know. Maybe, maybe they're pulling the bandaid off for us already. That's it, Trent. That's what it is. They're all dead already and we don't know. <laughs> they wouldn't have these problems if the companion were still Donna. She was the best. Now, the interesting thing I find, too, about this season is that, you know, uh, it, it's kind of weird when you think about it. Season five, five, yeah, five, when Matt Smith started, the whole reason yes. why the Doctor still exists after the Big Bang episode is because uh, um, Amy, the girl who grew up with a crack in her wall, mm-hmm. mm. that's yeah, a euphemism, ain't it? Woo-hoo! Um, <laughs> because she remembered the Doctor, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. same way that Rory, the robot, was more human because, you know, her growing up with that space-time crack in her wall, you know, gave her special magical powers. I don't know if I can science fiction live with it. Uh, but, you know, the, the whole so thing. so much validity to the canon. Yeah, the whole thing about it, though, is that, like, that was for her remembering him. And now, uh, you know, the Daleks don't remember the Doctor. And suddenly this guy with this omnipotent time scanner doesn't recognize the doctor and he kind of gives a quirky Mm -hmm. smile why are so many i mean i know why the daleks don't remember him now but why are so many other things forgetting about him even though at the end of last season he just said you know got too big time to lay low let the universe forget about me is that really i I, i'm sorry go ahead i'm just wondering is that the eventuality is that what we're leading to on the shores of the fall of the 11th yeah I actually think so because we saw how last season ended with the, you know, pivotal question. And I think it's more of not saying, you know, who is the doctor, but who's going to remember the doctor? Yeah, maybe. In the sense that is, will the doctor actually disappear? They're just dicking with us. The 12th doctor is going to be David Tennant again. I know it. Can you imagine that? David Tennant comes back as the 12th doctor too. Hello. My mind just just, just came. My mind just came. I would love that. Well, it could always be that one that's hanging out with Rose over in the alternate universe. You know, the human doctor hybrid. Oh yeah, that yes, that's true. Just have that sucker. Just have that sucker split in half again. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, the time lord. You'd have to be. You'd have to be really touchy with that storytelling because any anything that could hurt or kill him could essentially just end the doctor completely. Yeah. Well, I still don't understand that, you know, but based on that, you know, treating that as canon, and if I'm in the middle of a regeneration, I'm going to cut open a hand and preserve it. So that way, if I want to change without having, you know, it's like, Oh, let's focus the energy in there. Look, I'm still me. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'd use that hand. I don't know. Anyway, thank you for your phone call, sir. And wave hi to Pennsylvania for us. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks, Brett. Take care. They all want to know about the doctor. Doctor Who. Sorry. I mean, was anybody else relieved that that wasn't there? Oh, yes. Oh, man. By the way, I just got to say, you know, if you're talking about Doctor Who, one of the things you also got to talk about is amazing Doctor Who merchandise. And where can you get it? You can get it at Think Geek. Yes. How do you get it at Think Geek? I'll tell you. It's really easy. All you got to do is go to smodcast.com forward slash netheads. 
Click the Think Geek banner, and you will be able to buy lots and lots of cool stuff. Like, let's say, for example, you're sick and tired of seeing all of those little decals on the back of people's cars, you know, showing what their family is like. <laughs> the, yeah, I've got two dogs, six kids, and a wife. Maybe you want to get the Star Wars window decals instead to show mm. your own individuality. Where you know, What? Dad's represented as Darth Vader. Actually, uh, the, the demonstration image on Think Geek is a little disturbing because, the de- you know, the father is Darth Vader. The mom looks a lot like Princess Leia, which, you know, <laughs> after the fact. It's supposed to be. Kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> just saying. It's kind of hot, though. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's not. It's bottom. just freaking weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, maybe you want to get one at some of those for the back of your uh, family transport vehicle. I don't know. I'm not you. Your speeder. Maybe. Oh, there you go. I see what you did there. <laughs> You know, but they, they they got tons of great things there. I mean, it's the kind of, if you're listening to NetHeads, it's the kind of stuff that you would want to buy. Now, uh, again, real simple. Smodcast.com forward slash NetHeads. Click the Think Geek banner. And you can buy all these amazing things. By the way, did you ever get your Marvel character goggles yet, Trent? No, I haven't. I, those would, I will. Those would look awesome while you're riding your motorcycle. Well, the thing is, I, I'm trying to build up some, some geek points. Yeah, now that's, what are geek points, Trent? Well, they, they basically reward me for shopping with them. Exactly. Think of it as a frequent buyer program. Every time you buy something, you earn geek points. Then when you go back to buy something else, like maybe a nice can of unicorn meat, after you spend a certain number of dollars, you can cash in on some of your geek points and get something else for free. Just that easy. So, again, smodcast.com forward slash netheads. Click the Think Geek banner, and you can buy yourself some stuff for smart masses. Second show in a row. I'm trying not to choke to death in the last half hour. <laughs> don't don't put it in your mouth. Though. I got to stop running up here without a beverage. That's the problem. <laughs> Too much talking and not enough drinking. Well, I was going to say, I, I, I thought that. that or as Trent likes to like, call it, a date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, never actually, lets me down. It's the other way around for him, actually. It's too much drinking, none of talking. <laughs> am I right or am I right? Come on, Trent. Talk to me about it. Now shut up and get in the basement. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> uh tenants. Um, no, uh, you know, we started off talking about a story, Trent, before the uh, phone call from Francis came in. Uh, it was about oh, yeah. bottomless fries and everything. And, and so. <laughs> That's right. Full well, circle. Welcome back to an hour ago, everybody. <laughs> The family and I were uh, we were eating at Red Robin, and I look up on the television, and what do I see? I see the Utah and mm-hmm. Utah 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 State game. Yeah, football game. That's right. Which I can imagine is a major rivalry in your area. Because for those that don't know, Trent may or may not, in some way, shape, or form, have an affiliation with Utah State. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So and, uh- and so I tweeted Trent, and I'm like, oh my gosh, tie score. Go Aggies. Mm-hmm. At which point then I'm just imagining your head exploded. I, I, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I, I didn't know. I, I was looking for Ashton Kutcher to come out anywhere because I was being punked. <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're going for a field goal. Ugh. And then I said, and then they're like, Oh, they blocked it. Awesome. And then Trent is just like, okay, who's the guy who's watching sports? And why does he have Will's phone? <laughs> and why is he making intelligent commentary about things? Exactly, about the game. Yes. 
this makes no sense. Now, uh, one thing that did work out in Utah State's favor, go Aggies, that I will say bugs me about football. Now, and I agree, I agree with you on this. Let's let's put it this way: Uh, one of the most boring games in uh, American history, in the American sports arena, Mm -hmm. if you will, is baseball. Oh God, yes. But they at least do it right when it's a tie score at the end of the game. They will go a full and complete inning. So in other words, both teams get their shot and they're using the same, uh, uh, barometer, if you will, that's been used the entire game to gauge the success of one team. You with me? Yes. Yep. So with football, what do they do? So you have four quarters, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get a tie score. So logically they go another full quarter to see who the victor who, will be, right? Sure. Who can rack up the most points? That's the logical idea. Right? That's what, And that's what they do in football, right, Trent? No. That's not what they do at all. Uh-huh. No, because, they, because it's, it's being televised and we need to get on to the next game. Oh, is that the big problem? That's I, the logic behind it. Cause I, I just, think that, I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Basically, it's the sudden death approach, which mm-hmm. I am completely against. You know, cause let's face it. If, if the, the, the Republican National Convention and the Democratic National Convention can fuck up my TV viewing, <laughs> why can't sports as well? Is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Cause, exactly and by saying. the way, America, what the fuck is wrong with you? More people watched Here Comes Honey Boo Boo than they did the Democratic National Convention. I am so glad not to be in the country right now. You should be. <laughs> this Here Comes yeah. Honey Boo Boo television program, it's on TLC, the Learning Channel. No, they just call it TLC what? now. It's on TLC, or as I like to call it, let's exploit somebody. <laughs> the little person channel. <laughs> no, not anymore. No, 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 my friend. No, well, now they're they've, not there. No, now they've got rednecks from Georgia. I think yep. Georgia, and they've got the uh, the the two headed uh, girl. Oh yes. Yep. Not that oh, I'm saying God. they're exploiting people, but <laughs> Rose yeah. by any other name. So anyway, Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> this. Uh. This? I can't believe that's an actual show. <laughs> if you don't know anything about Honey Boo Boo, just go to the soup. No, no, you, yeah, there you go. That's the only way you should know anything about it. But absolutely, this I is a television show. This is about a, a family that's in America, and it has more subtitles so you can understand them than a foreign film. <laughs> You'd think they were French Canadian or something for how often they're getting subtitled. I would actually understand French Canadian a lot better. Oh my god, it's just so terrifying. But it this is wow. Yeah. Seriously, yep. wow. But you know what? They did it right cuz they they went for a name that had a hook. Sure. And they knew they'd suck people in. Oh, but god almighty, what's wrong with this country? So getting back to football. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> America's Football just over girl. there. I don't know what this honey boo boo is. I'm, you, dude. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Uh, apply for uh, uh, what is it called? Over here. No, 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 no. The you know. Um, hi, my name's Will. Totally forgot <laughs> what I was saying. Like, you know, like you know, if a Russian were over here and suddenly they're like, I don't want to go back. What are they? Political asylum. Asylum. Yes, uh-huh. You should go for it right now, dude. Just say I can't. If you if you want to become a permanent resident of Australia, America, this is your opportunity. I will send. <laughs> uh, just download an episode of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Show the uh. Australian consulate or whatever it is, and they'll say, "Look, please don't send me back to this." <laughs> they will watch it and they will say, 
Come here, son, and they'll give you a hug. That's what they'll Enter do. Enter into our rest. Pretty much, because boy, oh boy, no, no, no. <laughs> oh my lord, it's just it's 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 a freak show. It now, really now, is. But but political asylum that only comes from South Africa, right? No, that's diplomatic immunity. <laughs> As you can tell, everybody here loves listening to HBO. Which, by the way, new episode coming up shortly after uh, what you're listening to now. If you're that's listening right, live, that's right. Oh my gosh, I just love that. Oh, anyway, um, so so that's the idea that you're saying, Trent, is that football yes. doesn't does sudden death because. Uh, the NFL isn't going to get paid any extra for it being on more. Yeah, NFL and and the the NCAA as well. Yeah, I mean that was on that was a Friday night ESPN two. They had a game right after it. That's that's what they do. That is bullshit. It is. It's, it's complete horseshit. It should really be the the same unit of measurement that's been used the entire time. Yep. You know, boxers don't get shorter. Uh, um. Rounds. No. Boy, I almost ate it on that one. You know, it's just, <laughs> I was, I hit the rocks. I was skidding a little bit, but I, I course corrected there at the last you know second. You, you know what you need, Will? No. A Shirley Temple. I do. That would have really tied the room together. <laughs> what? Now he's mixing up his quotes. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, uh, it pisses me off. But I'm, I'm glad. But so what was it like though, Trent? Because it, correct me if oh. I'm wrong, that game was being played not more than six blocks from your home. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, so the stadium rests on 800 East and I live on 300 East. It's stadium, like, it's like New York. It's, it also it's rests system. on the bodies of all of those that have defied <laughs> the Mormon religion, but I digress. And I could, I could hear just the, 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 the screaming, just this constant roar from thousands, the street. Thousands of voices as if calling out and silencing all at once. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'll say one thing. <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> well played, my friend. Well played. <laughs> uh, okay, so seriously, though, before I rudely cut you off, what was it like? <laughs> it, it was pretty cool. I mean, the, this this is a rivalry that, that has been going on every year since um, 1892. Now, Trent, you were uh, six blocks away from the game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, no, yeah. hold on. Five blocks away from the game. Yeah. Um, I assume that, uh, well, first of all, you're also a student of Utah State uh -huh. as yep, well as, yep. as well as, can we say as well as an employee? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've got disclaimers on all my stuff. I'm an employee. Okay. Um, and well, not here. I mean, do you want to right. do that real quick? Go ahead. Just the opinions you express aren't those of Utah, Utah uh, State. Utah State University or any of its subsidiaries. Thank you very much. Um, so I assume, uh, tickets to the game, would be like uh, gratis for you. Oh yeah, yeah. For me, it's free. I can get in for free. That's not a big deal. Huh? Right. Okay. So you could you could go to the stadium and watch the game. Yeah, I could. I could have. Yeah, easily. But you were you were five blocks away at your home. Yeah. Yes, I was. Why is that, Trent? Well, well. Um, I like I like to cook things sometimes on Friday nights. Okay. And uh, and so I, I was while while watching the game, I was cooking some ribs. And I actually planned on going up because I like to go for the last half because the first half of the game, it's really hot. The sun's still out. The last half, it goes down. It feels really good. I had some friends up there. Um, but the, the ribs I was cooking called for um, a cup of port and, a cu and two cups of red wine. <laughs> um, oh, so what, I, is, what is that recipe called? They're called Daddy's Drunken Ribs. That's what they is. <laughs> the, the problem was um, I, I, don't ha I, I have no way to keep the wine good you know, after I open it. Oh, good point. Good point. Um, Not to mention you need to make sure it's good before you use it for cooking. 
So uh, by the time you called me yes. um, about the game, yes. I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't really remember that call very well. <laughs> oh, I was talking to T-Balls. You might have been, yes. Yeah, the same way they use Doctor Who, we use T-Balls. <laughs> um, but God, you were ha- that explains it because you were just laughing left and right. And I'm like, I'm on fire tonight. Where's an open mic night? <laughs> I'm damn funny. Ribs. <laughs> Bring it on. So damn drunk. I was drunk on ribs. Drunk up. Title of the show, everybody. Drunk on ribs. In the last six minutes, we got the title of the show. Drunk on ribs. Uh, it was great. Actually, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, today before the uh, program, uh, yes, mm-hmm. you're welcome, Trent. Uh, today before the program, I was at the grocery store and, uh, because my wife was, my wife has a, a particular sandwich that she likes. Okay. Uh, like, especially right now, she's either got a cold or a sinus infection. She doesn't feel good, Trent. So she, oh. she wanted some comfort food and I wanted sure. to comfort her. Uh, I also wanted to give her the food she wanted. She wouldn't let me comfort her, but you know, hey, the daughter was home. So what are you going to do? No, that, that's, Will, that's never comfort, really. <laughs> Not for her. Uh, <laughs> She likes a Reuben sandwich, so I went to get the ingredients of a Reuben sandwich, and uh, I made the one fatal error that occurs sometimes when you shop, which is, uh, well, you know what it is, right, Trent? Y- uh, you went drunk? No. No, I went hungry, but, you know, the same thing kind of happens. I'm gonna, oh, that, that I, I, one, just, yeah. I could eat a whole block of cheese. You go there hungry? You know, I could eat a whole block of cheese. Same logic. It's the same part of the brain. Hungry and drunk. It's the same thing. (laughs) I know I went there hungry and I don't know what it was. Maybe it was because I hadn't bathed or because it was nothing but like rock flying around my yard, but I wanted man food, Trent. So I ended up getting, I ended up getting some Jack Daniels ribs, got some mashed potatoes, got Ah. some baked beans. God. Yeah. Cooked all that shit up, man. That was my dinner tonight. It was and so it, good. What about the Reuben, though? Oh, I made my wife's Reuben first, yeah. Okay, good, good. Now, now, now the question is, did you oh. use a Thousand Island or a Russian dressing? Russian dressing, yeah. How fucking dare you even mention <laughs> Thousand Island in reference to a Reuben sandwich? Any person knows that a Reuben is made with Russian dressing, and anyone else is just a communist. Well, I, and, and the problem is you run into that in a lot of places. They, they try to slip one over on you. Well, because they can use Thousand Island for other things. But, you know, it's like, well, okay, somebody might order a Reuben. Let's keep the vat of Russian dressing on ice. I understand the logic, but you know, my wife never gets a sandwich the way she wants when she's sure. not home because, because the, the thing is, I, I shouldn't even call it a Reuben. I should really call it a sauerkraut sandwich with a little bit of corned beef in it. Cause that's the way she likes it. <laughs> hey, which is great. Ah, she loves the sauerkraut. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just had a, I had a manly meal and I felt good. It's been a good weekend. You know what I mean? I, 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 I don't, but <laughs> Saturday kind of just went by with a big headache. So. <laughs> Sunday kind of started the same way. What time was that at, Trent? 3 p.m.? Uh, I got up at about 2.30. I was mobile at about 3. <laughs> now, no, you see, Trent, okay, this is a Will Humor 101. Okay, let's reverse the roles. Okay. You asked me the same question. Uh, what, what, what time were you up, Trent? No, no, okay, hold on. Obviously, you didn't read the script. Okay. <laughs> so here. So I said... Yeah, what, and what time were you up, Trent? Three? Okay. Right. And, and what time were you up, Trent? Three? You know, how dare you, man? It was two. 
And unfortunately, the only one that is laughing at that is Trent. So yeah, it is fucking you know, cracked me up. Just, just stick with what you're doing, Trent. Don't listen to me. Just don't. Just don't. By the way, uh, today, um, unfortunately, much like yesterday, I'm wearing my uh, 16 sodium Batman shirt that you get at ThinkGeek.com. You know, if it ever comes available again, I got more compliments on this shirt. Um, but my wife has noted that basically, this is when I wear this shirt out in public. What I'm doing is I am I'm fishing for other nerds, is what she you says. Are. Yeah, because you know it's like who will react to it, who who will get it, kind of thing. And so it's, I. It's- I was wearing it and, you know, I got two compliments on it at Safeway while we were on the way to my mother-in-law's house. Mm-hmm. And then when my, uh, we were having dinner at my mother-in-law's, uh, my brother-in-law was there as well and his wife and he was looking at my shirt and he's like, I don't, I don't get it. What is it? <laughs> and my mother-in-law, granted, you know, she's been moving, so she's tired. And she said, Oh, don't you know what it is? She's all, nah, 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 nah. And I just started oh. busting. I'm like, what? <gasps> hey, 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 Batman. <laughs> And oh, she no. just went into hysterics at her own self. And so, <laughs> like any time today, all I have to do to make my wife laugh is just go, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Cause, you know, what is the, what does the Trent really read? Or what does the shirt really read as, Trent? Nah, 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 nah. Batman, thank you. <laughs> Even though you only did eight sodiums, not 16. <laughs> I did it squared. Okay, very good. <laughs> yeah, because we're on limited time, so I get that. Yeah, I'm trying to cut back. <laughs> Eight squared, 64. Anyways. You know, don't you bring nerd math into this, my friend. We're talking nerd culture. <laughs> Who's he talking to? I don't know. Math. Somebody shut that jackass up. Um, math. <laughs> well, math is our strong suit here. Actually, you know what? I've been the one that's been the most on math-wise until he, Jackass here mentioned eight <laughs> squared is yeah, sixty-four. You were you were pretty solid. I was getting there, man. I was on the I was on a roll. I mean, hell, I even ordered enough base rock for four hundred no six hundred and fifty-five square feet. Yeah, which is like a ton. No, it's, it's not it's close. It's close to it though. I don't understand actually the unit of measurement when you order that kind of stuff. It's like okay, well, I need I I need to cover this amount of square foot with uh, this. Uh, with this thickness, they're like, okay, well, what you need is six, six and a half yards of, uh, uh-huh. cubic yards. Yeah. Okay. That, well, they leave the cubic out. So it's a little confusing. What do you mean? I need six <laughs> and a half yards. Just, just one rock stacked to the next. In yeah, the yard. Pretty much. I don't understand what's going on, but yeah, it was six and a half cubic yards, yes. which, uh, it was just enough, which was really nice. Are, are these rocks of different sizes? I mean, is there an actual way you can measure how many? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're put into a grinder and they're all relatively about a uh, three quarter inch. Yes, they're in, all in diameter and powder. Oh, and powder. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the powder. Yes, which is the good stuff because it means like during the first rain, uh, yep. light rain, it settles. it'll yep. settle and it'll harden a little bit. Yep, yep. It'll like it hard. Wait, what? What? Sorry, I went I went all t balls on you. <laughs> Well, I guess I guess we know what that means. I don't. It means it's time to end the show, everybody. Because <laughs> right now you're just talking to a bunch of jackasses talking. It ain't nothing. <laughs> By the way, if you called in the last uh, twenty minutes, sorry, I didn't mean to completely ignore that computer. For some reason, I was deeply engaged with the uh, horrible picture of uh, Trent and the nice picture of America over on my screen, as though I were actually talking to. Because heaven forbid we actually use something like video. And uh, oh gosh, no. Yeah. Anyway. 
Um, if you want to follow Trent on Twitter, you can. He's at a part of him. Americos Americo seventy six. I'm Nethead WW. The show Netheads on air, and you've been listening to another edition of Netheads on Smodco Internet Radio. At Smodcast.com. I certainly hope so. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. So is the whole point that I'm going to fuck up the end of every show? Well, I think so. Okay, that's, good. I mean, that's well, it's like it's given. it's not even a gag at this point, right? No, it's not. I just hit the wrong button. <laughs> I just assumed that's how we end it. No, we don't. This is how we end it. Nethead. Nethead. File transfer. Netheads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.